Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. Brian Painter with the footballpurist.com talk on podcast. I'm here at the Irish American after Liverpool beat Tottenham Hotspur two goals to one. I am absolutely fucking made up. Tyler, how are you? Oh man, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? The first time in how many years, Tyler? I think it's 27 at this point. 27 years <clears throat> to the day, maybe not to the day, but <laughs> But 27 years since 1991 have Liverpool started 5-0. 15 points on the board. You couldn't ask much more from the Reds uh, today. Going to Wembley, taking on Spurs. They pretty much bossed the game. What do you think, Tyler? Uh, you know me. I'm always looking for the negative. And the negative here is Dan Lovren's still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You compare this to the same game have last we, Have we exercised the demons? I, as think, a- I think Joe Gomez had his Dan Lovren moment, but... This back four, back five, back six, if you include Genie, because he's been the staple this yeah. so far this season back there. Yeah. It's really just they have this cohesion. Even one of them makes a mistake, the rest of them there to clean it up. And it's uh, it's it's really something different, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's I mean, awesome. It's the only way I can describe it. I, I don't know. I don't. Arguably, I mean, I know they they shipped a goal late, um, and arguably that was Sturge half-assing it on the back post. Um, he tried to tried to Bobby. Yeah, he tried, yeah, like yeah, like he was like, oh, don't hurt with the ball. But um, <laughs> but, but I mean, pretty much the Reds were never troubled most of the day. I mean, let's be honest. Like the other other than Lucas Mora's uh, chance after he uh, skinned Gomez, that was really their only real chance. Lamella rolled one by the post, but Allison seemed to have it covered, and Gomez also was pretty confident that he was blocking any route to the goal. But I mean, they had a couple of chances, but. On, on the whole, I agree. The defense really looked like they had it. They were sort of in cruise control, and maybe that's why Gomez gave up that chance because he hadn't really been challenged to that point. Well, he did look like he was on cruise control when he came out to challenge for him. But, I mean, Liverpool arguably should have been three, four goals clear. I mean, they had so many chances, and, again, they're still not converting. I don't think we're firing on all cylinders right now, to be honest with you. I love it. You're going negative. You took my point away from me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think the... The front three, the front four have clicked the way they did last year. I don't know if maybe some players are looking a little more selfish than they were before. I don't know what the deal is, but, um, you know, we talked about it a little bit last time we did the live reaction pod. There's just something that hasn't clicked yet. I You saw it a little bit at the end of the game today, but there were moments where, like, you think to yourself, well, we're on a three-on-two break. If that yeah. guy just lets the ball roll to his teammate instead of being selfish, it's a goal. Or if he just plays that pass earlier, it's a goal instead of taking the shot. And like Monty, Monty yeah. gave it to Keita instead of um, uh, Salah, which was a normal. And then a couple of plays later, Mane kind of collecting the ball and trying to rip a shot on his left foot, like on the turn and on fall falling and back. He let it to if he Keita. just lets it roll, Keita's running on the back post and just tucks it away. And there's a so granted, I'm basically criticizing Mane, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know he's been in such good form that like I, I am very happy for him to take the lead and try to he he created Firmino's goal, which won the game. Yeah. With his authoritative presence on the field, and sometimes you need that. So, can't well, I mean, Klopp pretty much didn't change anything other than swapping uh, Keita and Henderson. But I think that's a good move. I, yeah, I think uh, you need a little more attacking, a little more energy, a little more yeah. industry. And I don't think watching him play, I love how snappy Keita is. He really go. He's not afraid of any tackles. He's not afraid. He gets forward. He's creative. 
but he also is there to defend. Maybe he's out of position once in a while, but he's really snappy on the tackle. I'd, I would hate playing as him in the midfield because he's everywhere. Yeah, like I like I liked your co- comment when he was got the ball in the wing. And you were like, do something awesome because <laughs> he always has that potential. He could, you know, he might like backflip on the ball and yeah. beat the defender. He's, he's really got that potential, but at the same time, he's also that defender who's in right there alongside Genie, snapping in the tackles, winning the ball right, right before it gets to the back four. Let's talk about the defense for a minute. Um, I Since this match last season, Liverpool have had the best defense in the Premier League uh, by some distance. Uh, you know, most clean sheets, uh, fewest goals allowed. I mean, is that just down to Virgil van Dijk? Or, I mean, what do you make of it? I mean, because that turnaround has been catastrophic or uh monumental the opposite yeah (laughs) whatever the exact opposite of catastrophic is no i am i'm totally with you and you know i don't i actually think it's gone a little under the radar until recently because everyone started the start of this season i think at the end of last season regardless of how good the liverpool defense was everyone was like this liverpool defense sucks they have dayan lovren in it and they're leaking goals their offense is great but they can't keep a clean sheet i agree and like the statistics prove they have had the best defense since the uh, in the league since that that turning point, um, but I think the start of this season and seeing the fact that they've only given up two goals in five games and uh, had a handful of clean sheets along the way, and it looks like it's going to long continue. If you can stop Harry Kane and Lucas Moura and Christian, Harry Erickson, Kane was quiet all day. He, Gomez, he barely did anything. They shifted between Gomez and I gotta say, I mean. Everyone talks about Van Dyke, and it's true. I think everything does come from Van Dyke. I think you're right about that. I think Jamie Carragher, I love to say this because he knows so much more about football than me, but he was dead what? he was dead <laughs> he was dead wrong when he said that he doesn't think a single defender can change his, can solve a systemic problem. And uh, I think since he came in, it's really just been a noticeable higher level of confidence and competence at the back. There's organization, I think, is a good is a way. I mean, he Correct. organizes the back he's line. He's yelling at everyone. Everyone knows he's the boss. Like when he doesn't like have a couple games ago, a couple games ago, when he said, "Stop the fucking cross yeah. from coming in," you know, like he that, that made the rounds on Twitter. That's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> but I also think I also think Robbo has been immense. Well, like, just imagine this. eight million pounds. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Just imagine as anyone in that back four having Robbo we tra- we, replace. We, we basically exchanged Stewart. For Bravo. Right. Right. <laughs> no, but just imagine anyone in that back line where you're like, oh shit, we're leaking goals. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm a, I myself am a good defender, but this, this program, the system isn't working. And then suddenly you replace Van Dyke for, I guess it's Matip that lost his spot, or Lovren, or however you look at it. And then yeah. you replace Rabo with Moreno, who's a, basically a stick of dynamite. <laughs> like, a fina- I love him, but yeah. he's a stick of dynamite who can score a goal, but also will just like leap. He does these flying scorpion tackles, lots of dot tackles, and suddenly your defense stops leaking goals. And I really, I actually think Robertson for Moreno is a better shout as like the cure of the systemic issues than uh, the other way around. Because I think Trent is phenomenal. Well, we have the best right back in the league. I mean, let's be honest. I'm wearing his jersey right now. (laughs) Yeah, you have. Trent's Trent's phenomenal. But I also think Klein was always a good right back. He was. Always a great outlet. I think he is. He's a great backup option on the bench. There's a lot of game to be played. The next couple he weeks. He didn't even make the bench today. Yeah, Klein will get some minutes. It'll happen. He's well, gonna, yeah. Trent's going to need a break. But I think um, I think the biggest, I mean, it's not the biggest upgrade. Clearly, Van Dyke is class above well, anyone. Like, like the most For biggest sure. upgrade ever. But I think that Moreno, no longer in that 
chemistry in the back line and putting in Robertson really adds some stability and like just knowing that your your left back is where he's supposed to be is huge. And yeah. he's covering the ground. He's not. How about that ball he played for the second goal yeah, over I mean, the top? I mean, inch perfect. Dropped it in over the top, running on to Mane. I mean, we. I mean, like, I. You know, we have the. We were talking. I. I how many times did I say it today? We might have Liverpool FC might currently have the best two outside backs in the league. Yeah, and I, I just fullbacks wise, I, I get it. Like people argue. Mendy, but he's played three, four games so far in his Premier League career. Yeah, but he looks good. <laughs> four games. Yeah, Robertson did it all last season and did it again so far this season. He, he's just and steady. he basically kept he's Ronaldo in his pocket in the Champions he's League. Steady, finals, so, yeah. steady. And uh, Trent, you know, I get it. Walker's a little more established. He's the senior England right back. Sure, but like as far as a pair goes, I, I, I don't think you look at the Manchester City outside backs and say they're miles better than no, Liverpool. Not, not at all. And I think it's about par. You can and you the can center argue. backs. I think we 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 have better center backs than they do. Uh, yeah, no, no. I I think that's true. I hate Otamendi, so <laughs> <laughs> I think he's another day on Lovren, but worse. Um, well, what, I mean, Allison again didn't have much to do today. He did make a good save on uh, Erickson's free kick in the first half, but I mean, by and large, he was cool, composed, and confident in the back. Um, Spurs didn't really threaten though most of the match, to be honest. Um, but he came up with the save when he needed to make the save. Uh, there's not really much he could do from point blank range with Lamella's goal. But I thought Allison again had another great outing. Yeah, I, I don't think he put a foot wrong. I mean, if the goal. I don't think that's his fault. Uh, I think Sturridge needs to play a little come, more. He solid. needs to come out. Sturridge needs yeah, he's to charge out. He harder. needs to take that like a man, and yeah. and instead of like spinning and kicking and trying to deflect the ball, he needs to get out there and stop it. Play yeah. defense. Yeah, right. You know, that's not his game. That's a striker's challenge inside the box. <laughs> and uh, I would have been all over his yeah, ass. <laughs> then you would have given up the penalty. So. <laughs> uh, it's fine. But uh, listen, we ended up winning. It made it a little more nervy than it needed to be. But again, I think Allison is a whole nother level of stability beyond the Van Dyke that we were talking about. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's those two really cre- start to create a spine. And I gotta tell you, other than his one little slip up today, I love Joe Gomez as a center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that one little day on Lovren moment. Yeah. He but did. uh but he caught up to it and then he, he, and he switched Dyke. off a couple times, but I mean Did you see him keep pace yeah, with Lucas Mora? Oh yeah, he's got it's pace. terrifying. I was pacing. surprised at how fast Dude, Gomez is he, on the trot. Like he, Lucas Mora has been playing phenomenally well, by the way. Yeah. Just to start the season, just to throw it out there. I'm not a Spurs fan by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. He is pacey, and Gomez put him foot for foot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that tackle he, he laid in on Nomura on the sidelines. Oh, yeah, yeah you he love got that. fucking stuck in. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, get in, son. That's my boy. Yeah, he, he Nomura <laughs> was rolling around on the ground like he had his uh, shot by a sniper. But So so I want to switch gears a little bit. Are we, talk, are we about, taking a shot real oh, quick? Oh, yeah. Chin-chin. Uh, Chin-chin. So that shot was for the next uh, person we're going to talk about, which is... Uh, GD Woodnaldum. <laughs> he only scores away from home these days. Yeah, what's going on? He's an away player now, huh? I mean, what? What? Uh, that was his first Premier League goal in like fifty-eight. I think away right. appearances. He's played fifty-eight away appearances without scoring a Premier League goal. Yeah, Roma was his first away, away from goal, home goal, goal since moving to the Premier League. Yeah, but that was well, in the Champions League. So. Yeah, so fifty-eight appearances. He finally gets uh, finally gets his goal, and what a header it was! I mean, um, 
It's kind of weird. The shortest guy in the pitch is uh, is winning headers you, on corner kicks. You seemed very taken aback. He, uh, Brian and I were talking right after the goal, and I was like, "All right, you know," I said he might be the best header of our header of the ball on our team right now. And he goes, "Oh," he started laughing, and I was like, "No, think about it. <laughs> Who has scored more headed goals than Genie Winaldum on you know, corner kicks? On, like on corner kicks or set pieces or generally? Yeah, he's a he is a cross beast." He runs well, he the had that one against City last. Uh, yeah. What is it? Last season or maybe two, 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 two seasons ago. Anyway, yeah, like I mean, where he just absolutely Ro- Roma was it. a header. Yeah, uh, most of his goals seem to be headed goals. He, he really is. He he has a knack for arriving late in the box and and coming down with the the win. Um, I thought our midfield played well. Uh, again, I, what's with taking off Keita and putting on Hendo? They're not a like for like. It doesn't. Well, I think you know at eighty minutes uh, because Bobby went down with that injury. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope. He, I, I yeah, hope we'll, we'll we'll come on to Bobby in a second. Um, I with Bobby going down, he put Hendo on for uh, for Firmino so Sturridge could warm up. But um, you know, again, we've got a tough run of fixtures coming up, yeah, and you know, taking Kate off, we've got PSG on Tuesday. I I think you know he's looking. Klopp's probably looking at it, saying like, listen, if I can save some legs here, you know, Hendo's better. Hendo's better defensively. Than Kate is, and you know why not? Like, you know, and no, now that you say it, it makes sense. I just hope he starts in because the le- he, I think the last time this happened, he pulled off it was Hendo for Keita, and then Keita sat out the next game. And uh, you know, I, I don't see anything negative about Keita's performances. No, I think he's been no, phenomenal. I really all. think he's fit into this squad perfectly. And if anything, he. I would say the bigger surprise is that Genie has really locked down that number six spot because he's looked great and really composed as the sort of uh, person shielding the back four, which I, no one—I don't think anybody expected that. He played it t- two or three times in the Champions League last year. You know, at in dire straits, he started the first time he played it was against Manchester City, and he played very well. Uh, but I think he's the first five games. I think he started every one, and he's been the sit, the sitting number six. He has and been. I, that's a surprise. He has been. Um, you know, I think Genie's played really well, and and again, long may that continue because it just yeah. adds depth to our team. But we have now we have three number sixes. Fabinho, which is made fun. the bench for the first time. Yeah, but yeah. which is yeah, but true. Um, but again, I think Fabinho making the bench is more down, in my opinion, to Lallana being injured during international break. Um, Klopp, Klopp mentioned in his press release he's trying to bring Fabino yeah. in. Exactly, he's been very clear about that. Exactly like how he brought Rabo in last year, how he brought Ox in last year. I don't think he's in a rush. Uh, it's certainly because we don't have any injuries right now. Knock on wood into the central midfield. So you know, like let him le- ease into a new <laughs> league. <laughs> this whole season's a house of cards. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start talking about injuries. Yeah, no, God. no. There's, um, a, there's a few key players, and we can let's have that conversation after they get in. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not going to say the words out loud. But <laughs> there's a few key players where if they really were to come down with an injury, this whole thing would fall apart. But well, the team I mean, looks our, our most important midfielder right now looks like James Milner. Oh my god! Wow. I mean, he was immense again today. He long, long, stuff. long may it last. He's a he. He's, someone in the pub called him a junkyard dog, and I love that. <laughs> like he was throwing in tackles. It was, was the jumping. 89th minute, and he yeah, was going like, like studs up yeah, on something yeah, on the oh, sideline. Fucking uh, love that crushing sun on the sign. Love on the it. Oh god. James Milner Chunk has like dog. had like I a uh, uh, Indian summer of his career. Yeah, he really did like. <laughs> I genuinely thought his career was not over, but like 
the highlight of his career was over when he played like left he back. He was going to be season. like a utility player. He played left back. He filled in because Marino's terrible. Yeah, but and he, he played he's left a back. Utility player. That, I thought utility player all the way this season. Right, but no, he's, like, a, it's, he's it's, earned his spot. Like, it's, it's it's hard to take him out of the fucking first team team sheet. Right. Like I right. mean, like he's winning really, tackles. He's playing creative balls forward. He's thinking through his passes, and most of his passes connect. Yeah, you can't ask for more than that from a center midfielder. And 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 one of the things I love today was he was going up and chatting in the ref's ear. He was yeah. he was being snide about it. This, yeah. You know, like you know, he was he was killing the clock. Yeah, he was doing the he was doing the senior <laughs> senior knowledgeable Prosa, yeah. player thing where he's like walking to the ball, taking responsibility for the free kick, but walking to the ball instead of jogging. Yeah, and just like taking his time. Yeah. I I, uh, I think between he and Van Dyke. I, I, still like think, I think it's great. I think Van Dyke's the leader of this team, whether he wears the captain armband or not. I think everybody knows it. Yeah. But Milner is a... And I think Milner's there, too. I think yeah. those two really command this team. That's nothing against Hendo. I think Hendo is great for the locker room and all that. But I think when you're talking about the first name on the team sheet, Van Dyke is the first name on the team sheet. 100%. Like, yeah. there's... Absolutely. He's a rock. Um, but I think Milner's... Ba- I... I I'm I'm blown away with, with how he's played through the first five games. Yeah. Now yeah, yeah. we're probably going to have to manage him thirty eight games. Yeah, we're probably going to have to manage him in his Actually, minutes. Closer to 50, 60 games if you're talking champions. Yeah, we're probably like I said, we're probably going to have to manage his minutes. But I mean, we've got the bench and the strength to do it. I want to switch gears a little bit and uh, talk about our man Bobby Dancer. Bobby <laughs> Dancer. He had a couple moments today, didn't he? Did he? He, he was, was just. When he tried to make the, the two guy, players yeah, at the like, same time, fucking, oh like, yeah, like, I love him. <laughs> yeah, like, but he got he, his goal. He got, he got his goal. goal. Like, it's, an, goal. it's a typical poacher goal. Like, yeah. he just being in the That's right the place. That's the center forward's goal. I thought it was his best game of the season so far. I thought he was busy. I thought he was active. I thought he was herring and pressing like we've seen Bobby. He's come back from this international break. He looked, he looked the business today. He got his goal. And, you know, again, long may that continue. He looked like the Bobby of old. Yeah, no, I am totally with that. The only the only negative from today is that he had to leave the game with a little scratch on his eyeball. Yeah. Hopefully that's nothing serious, and hopefully that was more of a precaution. And, you know, I, we've all been smacked in the eyeball during a game. It hurts, and if you get a scratch on your cornea, that's tough. But uh, Yeah, with PSG coming up on Tuesday, I... No, he needs to start. Yeah, he needs to start, but, I mean... If inject it, him. If inject him in the eyeball. <laughs> do something. Can't see. Yeah. Comes out with a patch Give on his eye. Give him an eye patch. He's fine. <laughs> Give him an eye patch. Pirate Bobby would be fantastic. Yeah, Pirate Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Pirate Bobby. Uh, here at the Irish American. Tyler's wearing his eye patch already. Oh, uh, for sure I'll wear one if he has one. Um, I want to bring a negative tone to it a little bit uh, on our front line. I don't think they're clicking. Yeah, like they, like they were last season, and you know Salah, he just doesn't look in rhythm. And I mean, and it to be fair, it's going to be hard for him to look in rhythm compared to what he was last season. I mean, that's just in a bar that's set so high that, and now that Liverpool fans have that bar set so high, he's always going to look. You know, when he's not scoring multiple goals, he's always going to look a step off. Oh, I think that's very true, and I think most people who know the game were under the impression that Salah would not. You know, I had a, a friend of mine; he's a Newcastle fan, and he was unfortunately, telling, yeah, you've met him a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the conversation we had is, I actually think it would be phenomenal for Liverpool to sell. I, I didn't. This was his perspective that he thought it would be phenomenal for Liverpool to sell Salah this summer because it's gonna. He's never gonna have that season again. And you know, I, I could see Salah being a person who scores fifteen and 
assist 10 every year. And I think that's like, that's a Which great season. Well, You're no, not going to score 40 every year. And like, I, he might prove me wrong and shut me completely out, but he has not started. And this could be down to the fact that he was rushed back early during the World Cup. I think Salah has, he's certainly. His he, pace, like, I mean, yeah. he had. The paces. Vertongan and, and Alderwald and uh, Rose and Trippier. Right. Like scared no. shitless. Like, they were they giving him even, so much. They were giving him so much space. Like I remember one time the ball came through and Vertonghen didn't even run at him. No. He just basically backed off and was like, "All right, this one's yours." Got the ball. This one's yours. Like I think you know, twenty and ten is probably you know About 20, right. twenty goals, ten assists. Because I think if you can get sixty goals out of your front line, yeah, I mean, I think that's what we're, that's what. Yeah, do. I mean, I, like I, you know, twenty for Mane, twenty for Firmino, and twenty for Salah. That's still fucking. Do you realize how aggressive of an ass that is? <laughs> but it's well, they did possible. last season. They did, they but they did. just did it in different quantities, right? And and I think it is going to be more equitably distributed amongst three of them. I just think right now, and this is what I said two, three weeks ago when we spoke. I think there's like a redistribution of power at the moment. I think Mane is sort of the main guy right now because Salah really isn't playing up to his best. He's like I get it might be because he was forced back and he's still recovering from this injury. But Mane is the one taking the game to people. He's not, and um, Mane is. Yeah, I mean, he's got. But, but let's be honest. Let's assist. be honest too. Like other teams are sitting there trying to figure out how to set up sure. to stop Mane or sure. top Salah. So Mane's been the beneficiary, a beneficiary of and that. And for me, you know, to an extent. Yeah, exactly. So like, fine. Like if you're gonna give Mane room, like when Bravo played the ball over the top. Fine, like but it's not like Salah did not have his chances. No, today. he had. He had one early in the game today where which which you Dyer, would have thought he would have tucked away. No, if you look at it, literally watch the goal he scored, the first goal he scored. I think in the first matchup against Tottenham last season, it was a back pass by Sanchez, and I think it was Sanchez instead of Dyer, but it basically was the same exact play. And Salah did the same thing where he took the ball across the body of the center yeah. backs and then rolled it far post. He but this rolled time, it. But but this time he picked it right at the keeper. He's he got just it in the air. mentally. I feel like maybe his confidence is a little. Maybe shook. this whole thing with the Egyptian yeah. FA. Like I, think, I don't know. I, I think something's off, and I think it will. He will come back, and he will put in fifteen or twenty this season. Sure. But you know, I was saying at sixty minutes we should see some Shakiri. But I guess that's that's of two minds because you well, can't. You're going to hurt his confidence more if you take him off. But I really think Shakiri is itching for some minutes. I think he looks great on international duty. Oh, great I, in preseason. Great every time he comes on the pitch. Well, I think, you know, you bring up a great point. So we've got a really strong run of fixtures over the next month. We've got PSG on Tuesday, Southampton, Chelsea back-to-back. Um, you you, you got to think that. And then Napoli and then City. You, you got to think that PSG is the same lineup that started today. Right. And you got to think Southampton is Sturridge. Shakiri and whatever one, one of, mix one and of match. the match, yeah. probably Mane or Salah, whatever, and Fabinho, and, yeah, and, and Hendo, and, and like, Hendo, and like a whole bunch of hodgepodge, and like basically the people. We're going to see how the rest of these players fit together, and then but the, and following, then the, the cup following. game against Chelsea will also. I think it'll go back league prioritize over the cup. I think. Right. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if you see for the uh, PSG game and then the Southampton game because it's a league game. The same lineup for those three, and then he makes massive changes for the Caribou Cup midweek. Yeah, that makes before sense. we go to Chelsea for I the. Think we'll see Klein. I think we'll see Matip. Yeah, I think we'll see. Uh, we might even see Moreno. God forbid. Um, 
I love that crazy bastard. <laughs> he really is. It's like Russian roulette. You just know there's a bullet in there. <laughs> yeah. He's a sick. Yeah. Like, in a revolver. It, like, you know, it could kill someone you like. It could just kill yourself. You know, he's really just there. Yeah, like all over the place. But, man, I love that bastard, crazy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> he's something else. He's awesome. Um, well, listen, Tyler. I mean, who is your man of the match? Hey. So if I'm going, uh, I'm going to do Hold another chin-chin here. Yeah. Man of the match. Uh, that's, <laughs> not, that's not Jameson. That's, good. that's wrong. If I'm going man of the match, let's see. I am going to have to go with Van Dyke. I mean, Van Dyke? He's a colossus. I just he think is a colossus. Everything good that happens out of that back line and everything. I don't think there was anybody. No one stood out to me as the man of the match as the. As like an attacking presence, no one. Mane maybe was a little bit, yeah, a little bit of a step up from everybody else. But on a defense, from a defensive standpoint, I think Van Dyke once again was just he proved that he's the best pre- Premier League center back, and he really is just a class above anything we've had before in a long time at, yeah. at this club. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's tough to argue Van Dyke. I mean, he was immense again. He won his battles. He was up for everything. He was fantastic. Um, Yet again, Who are you and, with? and he was consistent. Yeah. Like he's I mean, always, he's always consistent. He's always a seven or eight out of ten. Pass. He'll yeah. he'll do a, one or two things where like you're not impressed, but he always makes up for it. All right, my man of the match is going to go to Genie Awanaldo. Oh, Genie, oh, baby. Sane Sane already scored over there. That's fun. He's already <laughs> off to start, huh? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> They, but, they, uh, tied, G- they tied this yeah, season. It's G- fine. They're, G- they're Genie's, uh, yeah, we're not going to lose, right? I mean, like, <laughs> they're already fucked because we're not losing. <laughs> um, Genie went all them. I mean, he was immense. He got the goal. No, he, you're right. Um, he looks like he's really coming into his own this season in that uh, number six role. Does he? Does he? So we signed Fabinho to be the number six. But we have, Hendo, to, we're have, we have Hendo, but we also have Hendo, who but is England's number six. But you're our number six. Yeah, original. I know. There's a lot of. I mean, listen, you're does gonna he, have to does rotate. Does he own that position right now? I mean, Fabinho. I'll be interested to see what they do with Fabinho because I think in some games they're gonna play three at the back, and it's gonna be Fabinho, really? Van Dyke. And uh, and Gomez is that a is that on an as needed basis or just yeah like, no, maybe maybe if, to if change it up. Or yeah maybe to change it up a little bit um, maybe to change it up a little bit but I think they'll I think you'll see three at the back this season Klopp's dabbled with it before well, he plays right back for Brazil <laughs> that's what he did in the <laughs> right right that's what I'm saying so, so I think you'll see I think you see those three in the back line I'm and very then, and, I'm then, and really then Robo and then Robo and, and Trent as the wingers. I'm down with that. I tell or Moreno with as a winger. I tell you what, I, I your boy. Well, I love Trent, I and mean, you know I'm all about Trent. I I actually would like to see him still. The experiment failed last season, but eventually I'd like to see him given some minutes in like a number eight, like creative role in the midfield because I think that's where he played growing up, and I think he's got a little bit of that Steven Gerrard story in him. Pipe down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the best right back in fucking Europe right now. So he's the best right back in. You know, he's arguably the best right back in the right now. But I don't think if you watch him when he plays for England, they play a, a back three and Trent's a wing back. And I watched him play against who were they playing this weekend? Whoever they played this week, and it really was not his best position. Yeah, uh, Danny Rose was noticeably better as a wingback 
Uh, I'm using air quotes well, with my Rose, fingers. Da- <laughs> I'm using. Danny Rose has like seven years' experience on him. Seven. I think Trent is a better fullback than yeah. Danny Rose. I oh, think today, if you're playing a back four, Trent, I'd rather have Trent in my lineup than Danny Rose. But if you're playing a three at the back with actual wingbacks who don't really defend all that much, but really have to always be on the attack, Danny Rose looks better than Trent. Well, tough to argue that. Um, <laughs> uh, we can debate that till we're yeah, blue yeah, in the face, exactly. but. Listen, we got out of Spur- we got out of Wembley with a two one victory. All you could ask for, like it, it yeah. you know, like totally made up. Yeah, I could, yeah, I, the shutout would have a, been nice. a, a win. Yeah, shutout would have been nice, but a win's a win. It's none of the three points on the board. Now we head to uh, into the Champions League. We've got PSG on Tuesday. What, what's your prediction for Tuesday? I think it's. Um... I think it's a two-one victory. Two-one victory. Yeah, I think they'll get the. Um, I think now. No, I they, think PSG will get P- their goal. P- PSG rested Neymar and Mbappe this weekend. Listen, they. And this is no slight on the French league, but they haven't seen anything like Liverpool. As far they they just and the cauldron that is the cauldron Andrew. that is <laughs> no just generally I I don't know. You know, I've been to games in France. I've gone to the Parc des Princes. Like, I, I have... Oh, you have? I yeah, have we, we, Jillian and I have gone. We, we travel a little bit. You know, yeah, yeah, We were in yeah. Scotland last week. Jillian, Jillian, my fiance, was rocking her... We were in her, Kiev. Was, we were in Kiev. <laughs> Jillian was rocking her Robertson jersey in uh, Scotland and made all types of friends. They yeah. love him over there. We yeah, were in right? really? Edinburgh, Glasgow. I yeah. was walking around Glasgow shouting Steven Gerrard's name, but couldn't find him. It was very strange. <laughs> but everybody loved the Robertson, and I wear a Trent jersey, so they love the combination. Yeah. Um, but... I, I think that the French League, having been to the Parc des Princes and been to a game at Lille, uh, you know, and Lyon. I've been to a game at Lyon at uh, the Olympic. And God, we got to hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> Those stadiums, they, they're not quite like what you experience at, at Anfield. And the intensity of the game isn't quite what you experience in the Premier League. I think they're going to be surprised. And it's funny because Danny Alves gave an interview this week saying basically Liverpool is a step up from anything we've played so far this season. And I think they know it. They certainly have the players. There's no oh, question. Yeah, they have, they, they, they have Cavani. They, I mean, they have such talent. They have such raw ability. I just don't... I'm curious to see... If Liverpool can catch them off guard with the aggression and the pace of the game, that's played in the Premier League, I think they have a big advantage. And they certainly have the home field advantage of Anfield because Alea yeah. Alea is going to be... Yeah, oh, it's going to be deafening. ringing out. It's going to be ringing deafening. out. Oh, yeah. I still have nightmares from Kiev. <laughs> of people saying <laughs> Alea. It was like ringing in my head. I hear it in home. my dreams, yeah. Um, give me a score prediction for Tuesday. 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one, Liverpool? 2-1 two, Liverpool. I'm going to go I'm gonna go the same 2-1 Liverpool. This has been Brian Painter and Tyler Vinyl from the Irish American after Liverpool beat Spurs Two motherfucking goals to one. (laughs)